Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, that's right, the Causeway Kings are back here on the WMEX Sports Podcast Network, as well as proudly on Abington Cam Network. Thank you so much for having us here. Your friend, Ben Rabinovitz, alongside you here for the very first edition, live here on TV, no less, of the Causeway Kings. Clance alongside us, Gordo, boys, we're here in person. How does it feel to actually be here live on set? This is something else. This is unbelievable. I mean, whoever thought we'd be here now? This is fantastic. Um, you know, I got a lot to talk about. Just, I think this is the next step for Causeway Kings, and uh, I'm ready to get going, boys. This is it. This sure is. Gordo, what yeah, do you think? Uh, still trying to figure out what to do with my hands here. <laughs> These hands. Uh, I'm having a Ricky Bobby moment. <laughs> I feel like the camera put on about 30 pounds, but I'm ready to rock and roll. This is going to be it. awesome. Love it. Fired up to be on TV, get some good content rocking and rolling for our listeners. And viewers uh, now, too. And our viewers. Our viewers. Wow, we've got to change yeah. terminology here, yep. boys. Let's go. This is going to help us grow. I oh. hope so. I mean, we don't, have a, we don't have a choice now. I hope so. <laughs> That's it. You know? There's only one way to go, but up. Yeah, you know? man. And then probably down afterwards, but we'll figure that part out later. Guys, in the meantime, we're on a whole new venue, just a whole new medium. This is great. But there's only one subject that we're here to talk about, and it's Boston Bruins and NHL hockey. We are getting closer and closer to the end of preseason. I believe we have two games left. Two games left, And then the season's on. It's open up. The Washington Capitals will get our first licks. And uh, I don't know, man. It's been a wild ride in the preseason so far. We've seen a lot. The last game that we saw, kind of a scary situation with a bunch of guys going down. But let's start there. Current looks on the team. Clance, we'll go to you first. I mean, I think they've looked good on the, the forward end of things. Defense, a little concerned. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I mean, they're solid in net. I, I thought, you know, Almark played great in the, when he's played. Yeah. Um, Kincaid, I thought, played really well the other yeah. night against New Jersey. Um, I'm hearing rumors that Grizzly could be back by Thanksgiving, which is great. I think, you know, bring that veteran leadership back on the blue line. Have not heard a peep about McAvoy's return, yeah, which is a little that, more concerning to me. That's a little scary. Um, but, I mean, overall, I've liked what I've seen from a forward standpoint. I thought guys like Greer looks really good. McLaughlin looks really good. Wagner looks really good. Um, Fabian LaSalle looked good until he went down hurt the other, uh, last game, the game before. Uh, but, no, I'm happy with what I've seen so far. I'm just, like I said, concerned about the, the, the D. And I think, uh, I think LaSalle's going to be... I think he's good, good to go for the next game. Okay. I think they said oh, that's, that's good. I think they said that's a day to day. And then who was the other one that got hurt? Um, LaSalle and uh, there was somebody else. Oh, uh, um, Taylor Hall. Oh, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. Yeah. yeah. They so, say he's week to week. Yeah, he might be week yeah. to week, which that's very disheartening you know, to hear. So it is. Yeah, but I mean, watching them up front, it's we've talked about this a hundred times now in the last you know month or so. I think up front they're going to be. Pretty good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we got the firepower to, to score goals. Um, listening to Montgomery talk the other day, um, you know, it's they definitely don't have, um, or they definitely have enough power play guys. I think they're still trying to figure out some PK guys to kind of, you know, fit in the mix. Um, but watching the games, I think on the back end for me was kind of, you know, and that's kind of been my gripe the whole time. I think goaltending will be a little bit up and down, but I like both the guys that we have. Um, and then, like I said, we got the firepower up front, but on the back end, it just, I don't know, just didn't do me, like, not much there mm-hmm. to work with. Um, I mean, I thought Strawman looked good in the game he played. Yeah. You know, he, he's made some good passes. He's solid defensively. Yep. I mean, we'll, we'll have that, we'll have that, like, that, you know, I mean, it's not much like Lindholm. I mean, he's going to have to be a workhorse at yep. the beginning of the season. He'll give you 25, 28 minutes a game yeah. and if, if he stays healthy. If Grizzly can get back early, I mean, that that would definitely be a bonus. So, I mean, but then you look around the division, you look around the league, and it's, you know, I mean, the the our competition's also gone up, mm-hmm. you know. Significantly. Uh, significantly, you know. So, I think it's definitely going to be a test in the beginning. Um I think it's just going to be on Montgomery trying to figure out, uh, you know, that kind of that bottom six mix of, um, like, Clance, like you said. Um, I really liked uh, McLaughlin. I like him a lot. 200-foot player. Uh, Montgomery seems to be pretty high on him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, you know, he's out there. He's working his ass off. He's doing all the right things. So I think he'll be a guy that will probably stick. 
Greer, I mean, I don't know. I th you know, he's definitely I think done enough in the preseason to perhaps earn a, earn a spot there. Um, but there's a lot of guys in that mix on that that bottom six. So yeah. you know, because Coyle's going to be there. Um, who was the other kid we were talking? Um, Frederick. Frederick. Stanika. Stanika's definitely probably going to be in well, there. I mean, I would let's think. look at this way. Let's look at what we have for lines, right? Obviously, your first line you got Bergeron. I mean, Marshawn would be there. Yep. And then Hall. So I think originally they had uh, they had LaSalle with Hall in Bergeron, but now LaSalle hopefully will be back. Yep. Hall's out hurt. Like who steps up? Yeah. You know. What and do you guys think of that Zaka kid? I think he's going to be good. Yeah. I, I, he's a big body. He's comfortable with the the Bruins. He tr he lives here in the offseason. He yep. trains here. He knows a lot of the guys on the team. Yep. Um, I think as each day goes on, he's going to get more and more comfortable. And I think we're going to start to see that six, number six overall talent come out. Yeah. I, I like I like the big body he's got, you know, and he's a, it, we seem, like I said before, we seem to do well with the Europeans, especially the Czech guys. Mm -hmm. We got some really good, you know, Czech players. And I, I like the... I like the the big you know smooth skating and you know he's put up some pretty decent points mm -hmm. so you know and if I, you think of it he was playing in New Jersey yeah which at the time he was there was not a lot of support yeah obviously Jack Hughes comes in but that's just one guy yeah um, now that he's got a team that's got a little more veteran leadership on it yep. a little more high end skill players with Poster and Krejci yeah um, Bergeron Lasalle eventually like I think we're gonna start to see a lot more come out of him yeah. Um, so I th again, I think it's just going to be on Montgomery to kind of figure out that kind of that bottom six and who's going to really. Well, I think for, you know you look at your third line. Obviously, Coyle's going to be a center. Yep. Smith is most likely going to be his right wing, and Correct. then it's now w left wing, right? Yeah. They put they've been putting Frederick there. I would love to see like Lasalle or somebody pop in there. Uh, yeah, but he's a righty That'd be though. Nice. True. That, that's three righties. Yeah. Um, but you know you look at. Trent Frederick, who they've been trying to get a lot out of for the last few years, he's not really doing a whole lot. No. Now you got AJ Greer, who is a little bit more of a veteran in the league. Yep. Bigger body than Frederick, tough kid. Yeah. He can. He, he had two goals the last game he played. Yeah. Pretty ones at that you know, too. Like, yeah. Do you keep Frederick on the roster, but you know he's kind of more of a healthy scratch type guy, and get give Greer the shot? Yeah. I mean, you got Coyle and Greer both be you guys. Yeah. You know. I like um, that. I think fourth line. I think you're looking at McLaughlin. Beecher and Wagner. Yeah. I think that'd be one hell of a fourth line. I think Wagner seems to be that kind of outside, you know, looking yeah, but in they, guy. Yeah, but the game they just won against Philly 4 nothing. they said that he man. was the game changer. Yeah. Out there laying, yeah. I think in the first period alone, he had six hits. Yeah, and he's, oh, a, yeah. And he's a veteran. He's been there before. And I, I like him because he's, he kind of, he just knows his role, right? Yep. He's not... He's not like a former first-round pick and just kind of didn't pan out, and now he's, he's been the same guy since he came into the league, and he knows his role. He mm -hmm. does a really good job at doing it. Um, I would like to see him stick around. He um, has to because other than that, my oldest boy, Jack, will not watch the Boston Bruins because <laughs> Chris Wagner is his favorite player. That's his idol. Like That's he it. actually we went down to that three-on-three -three league in the, the pro league down at Thayer over the summer, and yep. Wagner was playing, and my son Jack got his picture with Wagner. And That's like, cool. Wow. I, I think you. Like, it was like he literally just met Santa Claus. Like yeah, it was yeah. the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, way and better I, than Santa Claus. I said to Wags, I'm like, you have no idea. Like this kid is the biggest fan of yours. Yeah. When he could start talking and understood hockey, the only name we would ever say was Chris Wagner. Chris Wagner. Yeah. You know. So he, cool. he has no choice but to make the team. And he's a local kid. You know. Walpole. So, yeah. You know. Represent. So. Severian Brothers High School. That's right, buddy. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, but I, I would love to see. I mean, even last year when he went sent down to Providence. They yeah. called him back up for the playoffs. Yep. He was more noticeable in the playoffs than yep. most plays that were there all season. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know? Yeah. He's, um, he's, the kid's a workhorse, man. Yeah. He's like, he just, like I said, he knows his role, and he's just there to work. And, you know, I think that one shift he, in that last game came out, and I think he threw like three or four big mm -hmm. hits. And he's and, not the biggest guy either. No, no. You know? So he'll, he'll play, but he plays big, though. Yeah, which is know? what they need. And yeah. he's always you know, a veteran. He's got leadership qualities. Yeah. You yeah. know, I know, you know, the Bruins got two preseason games left. Just looking at their schedule, they got the Rangers tomorrow night at 7, yep. and then the Devils again on uh, Saturday. Yeah. I'm hearing rumors that pretty much the next two games are going to be all full-time regular yep. veteran plays, including David Pasternak. Yep. I think, you know. Hopefully. I would love. Hope he plays. I would I love to see Krejcik, Pasta, and Zaka together, not for a period or four yeah. or five shifts, for an entire game. Yeah. 
Same. You know, they're all Czech. They all play together internationally. Like, yep. they all, I think that could be a very lethal line. Yeah. But I you think know? they were talking about, uh, with Hall Hurt, I think they were talking about dropping Zaka down maybe to the second unit. Really? Yeah. So. So then that would put him with Krejcik and probably Pasta. Yeah. So. That's still a okay. formidable lineup right there, yeah. boys, no matter how you cut that. Yeah. One. I mean, yeah. that's. Hey, the the check connection, man. It would be a that would be a pretty sweet exactly. line. Exactly. You got some you got some size, you got some creativity, um, and you got some speed there as well. Yep. So that could be a pretty I mean, pretty serious Zaki line. Zaki can shoot the puck. Yep. Pasta can shoot the puck. Krejci yep. can dish it and Play, shoot it. Playmaker and a half. Yep. You know. Yeah. But I mean, I got going back to the defensing real quick. I've actually been pretty impressed with um, Zaboral. Yeah. You know, after yeah. coming back, blowing out his knee. Yep. You know, every, you know, as an athlete, you know, yeah. you can't come. It's not that easy to come back from no. those type of surgeries. Nope. He's been steady. He's been consistent. Yeah. Laying the body. Doesn't seem timid out there at all. Yeah. Um, I just think this time of the year, though, it's like, you know, and then for the, I think for a good bulk of the regular season, too, it just, everyone's kind of, you know, they're at that, like, mm-hmm. 70% speed. Yeah. You know, which, you know, because there's just, you know, hockey's changed, so. You know, and then it's, it seems like it's it kind of builds up as the season you know winds down, and then as guys and teams start kind of gearing up towards playoffs, then it's like, you know. So I think some of the guys that are shining right now, you know, it'll be intriguing to see how some of these younger guys do mm-hmm. once the regular season starts if they stick up with the big club, and you know. Um, but I, I think you know McLaughlin. I think is a guy that could probably stick up there for the season yeah. and do really well. No doubt. No, Beecher. I'm a little you know kind of on the fence about him. Um, and I and again I think Wagner should be in that mix there. I think he should stay up this season at least I at agree. the at least at the start till we start getting some guys back. Yeah. Um, just for that. But even when those guys come back, it's like what kind of game shape are they going to be in? True. You know, like, I, I'm. I'm not so much concerned about Grizzlick and McAvoy. Yep. You know, they can they can adjust their games to protect those shoulders, you know, to make sure that they don't take the wrong hit the wrong way. Yeah. I'm concerned about Marshawn. Yeah. Double hip surgery. Yeah. The well, same hip surgery that Rask had. The same hip surgery that um yeah. Sagan has had. Yeah. Like That's gonna it's be a little questionable. Hey, if we get him back for the playoffs. Great. Yeah. He, Gonna pull a Nikita Kucherov, huh? Yeah. Well, hey, there's <laughs> nothing. Not? If you want, if we, if we win a cup, who cares, right? Who cares? I, I'm I mean, right there with you, boys. He's starting to get to that stage of his career, right? It's like you know, preserve what you can, and you know, I, it doesn't make sense at this stage of the game to come back and you know push too early mm-hmm. to try to get back when you still got some good years left to play, right? Yep. So take your time. Uh, I, I, I would say, with, especially with a guy like that. Take your time. Do what you need to do, yep. and when, you know we we'll can kind fill of, in while you're out. We yep. got some. We got the depth. Well, they definitely have enough guys in the. You know, I mean, again, forward. I don't think is a major concern. I think you have enough guys there that you can kind of sprinkle in, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and work in, and come up and down from the American League. But um, you know, it's. I think. I think again, it's going to be. <laughs> I think it'll be a little culture shock maybe in the beginning because I think a lot of these guys are going to have to play like a real 200-foot game yeah. just because of the, de- you know. Which guys of- like McLaughlin can do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Greer can do. Yep. Beecher, I mean, I'm hoping he can, but, I mean, again, he was more of a, was supposed to be more of an offensive yep. threat type of guy when he went to Michigan. Yep. Didn't really pan out there. I mean, and I've noticed like in the games he's played, like, I don't know if it's like a timid thing, but like, He's not aggressive, really, on the four checks. He's kind of, like, gliding in, doing his own thing. Yeah. And he's only really noticeable when he's got the puck. Yeah. You know, but that's really not the Bruins' way of hockey, yeah. if you think I, of it. Yeah, no. he kind of strikes me as that when things are going his way, you know, he's a good player. Yep. But I think when, it, you know, he's got to play through some adversity, I think he's not maybe, you know, strong-willed enough to kind of, you know, kind of work through some of those some some of those things, especially at this level, right? Like, yeah. You know, unless you're that elite, you know, top player in the league, everybody else is out there, you know, game at a time, trying to grind it out and, Mm -hmm. you know, do the right things and be productive. So I don't know. He's, you know, and two, he's coming out of a situation where he was like a big gun, high draft pick, goes to a, a, you know, a huge powerhouse school and then kind of slowly. I don't think he put up. More than twenty points, he, twenty-five points. He wasn't. A season he Michigan, wasn't right? very productive, and he didn't get much. I mean, I, I went to that. Uh, I went to the NCAA's there at the Garden yep. this past year. I mean, he wasn't noticeable at all. 
So I mean, I mean you you won't notice him more <laughs> Veneers, Johnson. Well, they had so many. Know, they had so many power. Freaking, they had so many freaking good players. Yeah, it's hard not to. They it's, had what seven first round draft picks. Yeah, on that team. Yeah, wow. and they lost. And then they lost. Yeah, to Denver. So yep. you know he was a guy that I you know was trying to keep an eye on during the game, and I just he never really did anything that kind of stood out for me. So yeah. you know, but I think he did all right in Providence and. Um, you know, he's, I mean, he's got the sky, he's got the size, he's got the tools. Um, I think he could be, you know, I think the potential's there. I mean, he put up some points in Providence last year. Yeah. I think he only played like half, a, maybe a dozen games, if that. Yep. And I think he put up like 10 or 11 yeah. points, which yeah, is still good. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it'd yeah. be interesting to he see. Might, I mean, he, well, he might need another season to kind of continue kind of yeah. putting it together down there before he, you know, kind of makes his stamp on the big club. So, so. I mean, let, let's break it down then, right? Home season opener is a week from tomorrow. Yep. Let's break down the lines. Who we got? First line. Uh, we get Bergy, right? Yep. Got to be in the center. Um, and and Hall, I don't know, right? Yeah. If he's week to week, he's so, most likely not going to be ready for game I one. I think I think Hall. Question. I think with Hall, Hall's going to be kind of that missing piece where it's like if he's in, I think the lineup's going to look one way. If he's out, the lineup's going to look a different way. But I mean, either way, your top two your top two lines are going to be pretty strong. So yeah. do you put do you move Zaka and Pasta up with Fergie? Or do you make Krejcik, Pasta and Zaka your first line? Bergeron second line and then have guys filling with them there. Yeah. I mean, who are you going to fill in though? Well, that's the thing is, I mean, mm. you could move Coyle th- up to the wing. I was going to say I I would I would probably give Coyle a chance up there mm-hmm. for a little bit. Yep. And, and then slide Sneaker into the third line center. Yep. To fill in for Coyle. Yep. Um, that would probably work. Yeah. So I mean, it's again, it's going to come down to. I feel you like know, they don't have many lefties from really? a forward standpoint. Yeah. Don't. Which just is counted up which four is kind of weird. Yeah. Right. So lefties are the as, best. As far well, yeah, they're, we're the best, but there's also a far rock in the lefty Vibero <laughs> twigs that are on the floor. This, over here. There's speaking of which, yes, yeah. Vibero, thank you kindly for uh, everything that they do for us. Of course, Clance, one of the representatives thereof, and. Man, he walks the walk and talks the talk, man. These sticks are something else, Clans. Yeah. yeah. Actually, take, a little, take a little sidetrack here. Let's gloves. talk about this. These gloves, by the way, I, I haven't even tried these on. They're unreal. Oh, that's something. They're unreal. So, and just so everybody knows, I brought the bucket out tonight. You can't Classic. go wrong with the bucket. bucket. You cannot right now. go wrong with that bucket, folks. It's all about the trophy. That's it. That's uh, when I start playing men's league again, that's going to make it's going to make well, it. I think you got to join this two-hour pickup game on Friday nights at their rink with Merrill and I. I mean, I have no choice now that I just got my brand-new true custom skates. Yeah. Fully molded to my foot. No one else can wear them. Made just for my, my beautiful model toes. Whatever. You know, yeah. I, I think, you know. Well, I got. I heard I, they call them twinkle toes on the rinks. <laughs> I, got, I got hobbit feet, so. And on the dance floor. I think I'm going oh. to be investing in a <laughs> pair of those myself. I gotta There's get, nothing better. Yeah. So I look good, feel good, play good. I don't know why, but since I want to say right after I finished up college, the, you know, they started going to the boots kept getting like really like, you know, and the leather was gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I'm, you know, one of the last dinosaurs to, I used a wood stick in college and (laughs) leather, leather. Oh yeah, baby. I didn't, (laughs) I didn't use my, uh, I didn't get my, I didn't use a, a one piece stick. A composite stick until probably, uh, Jesus, I think I was coaching. Wow. So, no way. Yeah. They went out for so long at that point. Yeah. Just yeah. They, 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 well, like, huh? the stick budgets, I remember, right, I, right, right. I think they came out when I was in college at some point. I can't remember when, but uh, I can't remember much of most of my college days. <laughs> but uh, they were there. They were there, but, you know. The stick budget then wasn't what these guys get yeah. now. They they getting custom and yeah. you know all that. It's just like, but yeah, those, I mean those took me long enough to get. Now the new skates, uh, I'm a CCM guy and I have been forever. So, but the the last the last pair, I, the Jet Speeds I got, just they were so damn stiff, man. It took yeah. me. I, I yeah, right now before I got these, I was wearing the um, CCM 80ks. Yeah, and I've had them for like five years. Yeah, and I just. They couldn't, it almost felt like every time I wore them, they were like new every time. Yeah. You know, so I was like, you know, where I coach on the ice six days a week, five, six days a week and playing, like, yep. I've heard nothing but amazing things about the true skates. Yeah. Um, comfort wise, it's like walking on a pillow. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And, you know, that's impressive. I, you know, you can customize. I, 
you know, I got my my son's initials on the tongue. Jack, J for Jack, M for Max, C for Cole. Show, show the, the folks you know. at home. There you go, folks, right there, baby. There we go. You get anything you want. Initialed with love. I mean, you got to think of it now. You go and buy a pair of retail skates. <laughs> every time, every time I look at the TV, I like I just keep going back to the two ferns. Galifianakis, just like I, I just want to say something stupid. Like, <laughs> thank you for I, controlling I, yourself. I just, I just want to be, <laughs> I just want to be very monotone and just, you know, hello, welcome to my two ferns and. This is Ben, and this is oh man. We are friends yeah. now. Yeah, yes. I feel like Keanu Reeves should be sitting next to me. I'm just busting his chops. And he's just staring straight ahead. Yeah, yeah. He is in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, if you're new to the show, the Causeway Kings, we are talking hockey. We're talking Boston Bruins, NHL. We've also done a lot of high school hockey, girls hockey, professional, and high school for that matter. We've done we've done a lot, and we've actually been a podcast. For, oh my goodness, coming up on what, two, three years now? Overall? Yeah, we started when we were coaching together, so that was two years ago, so coming up on three years. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's been a wild ride. Of course, the WMEX Sports Podcast Network picked us up. And uh, on top of that, even more, uh, Abington Cam has graciously invited us into their home studios. Yeah, Thank you very much. We're so sorry ahead of time for whatever we break. We promise Clancy will replace it. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Thank you very I much. I don't accept that. But, uh, folks, we would love for you to check out the past works. You can find us online at any spot where you can find uh, major podcasts and streaming networks. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Deezer, Dozer, Dozer, as I like to say. Just name one. We're on them all. Nice. And this now is going to be a very special place for the Causeway Kings. I'm not sure how consistently we're going to be. But I promise, when we are here, you're going to appreciate the content. Much like our banter back and forth so far here today. We've been breaking down a lot of the Boston Bruins guys so far. And uh, we said this on a past uh, podcast episode. It used to be that off-seasons were just a couple of minor changes on each team here and there. Nowadays, 2022, mm -hmm. it's almost like every team's putting every shirt in the spin and seeing who gets what when it comes out at the backside. Almost every single team borderline unrecognizable except for some key pieces because yeah. they're opening up their checkbooks yeah is that what it really is or is it finally looking at all the talent for what it is and really trying to get the best of the best i mean i wouldn't say it's so much a money thing i think it's definitely the talent is just evolving yeah. at a, such a younger age now you know you hear kids at ages 14 15 you know verbally committing to a division one college you know talking to scouts at the age of 16 like it's just the talent is evolving at such a young age nowadays that it's just growing and growing. So when these kids are eligible to go to the NHL, like the skill level is just absurd. Yeah. You know, what I mean, look at guys like Trevor Zegers, you know, yep. kid pulls off a Michigan move like it's in his sleep during an NHL game. Yeah. All-star game at that too. Exactly. You know, yeah. um, but. Well, there's so much more opportunity to, you know, compare like, you know, dating back to like when we were in high school, like, you know, there wasn't, you know, most of these kids now, they've got, you know, private skill coaches and, you know, the, the off-ice strength and conditioning stuff is like a huge component mm -hmm. now, especially once you get to that, like, age level right. where it's like, you know, okay, I got to start training. I got to start taking care of my body. And then you mix in all the, you know, kids are playing, you know, the, the I think uh, Tortorella would probably roll over in his grave, but, you know, I like the Zegris yep. player. <laughs> I like Zegras, but I like that type of like he's flashy. He's fearless. He's, he's electric. Got, he's got great hands. He's not afraid to try different things, and that's what the NHL is now. It's not just you know, and back like the '90s and trapping, and everybody's you know six three, six four, and just you know, clogging up the middle and yeah. you know clutching and grabbing. Now it's wide open, free flowing. You're seeing some really just like electric and very skilled players. Um, and the accessibility for scouts now, like you don't have to fly to Europe to go. You can watch a kid on Live Barn, on Live Barn, or my hockey or hockey TV, or I mean, I'm watching games in Canada right now, and you can you can pretty much get a game anywhere, sitting right at home, and and watch some of these you know kids play. Like it's not like I love watching jumping on and watching CHL games and. You know, OHL, WHL, Quebec League. And just um, the, the resources that these kids have now, just from 
like a showcase tournament standpoint. I mean, yeah. when we were in high school, you had the Beantown Classic and Hockey Night in Boston, really. Yep. You know, and then there was one junior league around here, you know, the EJ. Yep. You know, and if you were fortunate enough to go to the USHL like you did, like, but now you have NCDC, you have USPHL yeah. Premier, you have all these academies. You, there's just showcase tournaments every weekend. Yeah. I mean, these kids that go to like one of these, you know, Lovell Academy or Cyclones Academy, at 16, 15, 16 years old, they're playing 75-plus games a season. Yeah. It's a lot of hockey. Yeah. That's just, you know, that's including all their tournaments and their travel and all. Like, they're almost playing an NHL season. But that gives them the exposure that I wouldn't say that we didn't really have as kids. But now it's like every, you go up to Marlboro on a weekend, there's two, 300 teams up there playing in tournaments at all different age levels. Yeah. Easily. It's yeah. crazy. And it's you know? A, I don't know if, uh, you know... A lot of these things, like I, you know, we've chatted about it before. Like I'm not a big fan of some of these, you know, new age, you know, some of the different leagues that they have and the full season stuff. And some of these academies are, you know, there's a couple good ones, and but the most of them aren't good. And you know, should I go to prep school? Should I do this? It's a really tough, especially living around these parts. Yep. It's like a super tough. Like once kids get to high school age, and two, then you you couple that with like social media. Yeah. And these kids are all following each other. They, everybody knows who they, you know, everybody knows. You, you could follow kids from Michigan, from Illinois, from... And Jesus Christ, Swaggy P. Yeah. The guy's got like almost 20,000 followers just by stick handling around, like yeah. going to different places around the country and stick handling. Yeah. Like, so, they, yeah. that's it. It all it does. Yeah. Well, I think the growth in like the, the, like it's getting so tough to make it to that pinnacle because, you know, there you know, dating back again, like, you know, 20 plus years ago, you know, Mass was the big, Mass, Minnesota, Michigan was probably in that mix. Yep. I mean, uh, who else, right? And from there, it was just and then, and then, Canada. And then there was, a, yeah, and then, you know, Canada, you know, 90, I would say 90% of the guys getting drafted in the NHL 20 years ago were all from that CHL, yep. right? So now... You look and there's hockey in Texas. There's hockey in Arizona. Florida. There's hockey in Florida is huge. And there's yep. good uh, hockey in yeah. these places, not just hockey. Yeah, Connecticut's really grown. Uh, New Jersey's really grown hockey-wise. New York is really grown hockey-wise. Like you know, when we go to like you know, like national camp and stuff, like most of the kids again were you know, Mass, Minnesota, Michigan. That was really it. Maybe a couple kids from New York, yep. and maybe a couple kids from here or there, but that's really about it. And now it's like, you know, you're going coast to coast with kids, you know. I mean, the kid growing up in Boston and grows up with the Bruins, and then you got a kid that's living in Newport Beach, California, like rollerblading around with his buddies, calling yep. everybody dude. And, you know, they're <laughs> they're both now, you know. Connected hockey they're, fans. They're, that's it's, it, man. It's, it's, crazy. it's, 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 it's not a bad problem. No, but it it's just, great for the game. It's helping the game grow. Yeah. You know? But then you, like, you know, like my youth, you know, you're you as well, like doing the youth hockey stuff. Now, like parents just don't like, you know, it's been super enjoyable mm -hmm. coaching this year, like at, especially my like my son's team because they're so little and they're so innocent and like it's fun. It's, it, fun it's so fun, and none of the none of the parents know <clears throat> diddly squat about yep. you know. But they think they do. But they think they do, and <laughs> it's it's just like. It's, you know, for me, it's fun to, like, sit back and be like, oh, you just wait. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be so much more to this yeah. that you have no idea about. And, you know, and it's, it's not like, you know, trying to figure out what's the, what's a, what, you know, what's a good balance of, you know, am I doing, like you said, am I going to play, have my 10-year-old play 90 games this season it's not worth and it. not do anything else and not, you know, yeah, he's technically with his buddies, I guess, and his teammates. But, but he's not living the life as a little kid. Like. No, and that's, like, that's the hard part, figure, you know, figure it out. We talk about it a bunch on, on the podcast, like, you know, be, be an athlete. Yeah. Like, you know, hockey season's over. It's okay to put your stuff, like, I think people misconstrue, like, when I say that to them, like, I'm not saying like put your bag away and like not look at it and not do anything hockey wise. I mean, some people do that. Yeah. I mean, there's been NHL like Getzlaff, like yep. you know that's like a uh, Malkin. They, I, they were like they're, they're like some of the you know dinosaur guys that are like just phasing out of the NHL now. That that was like a known thing. Like you know 
Season's yeah. over. All right. See you at training well, camp. More hockey. <laughs> the rink shrinks with Brian Yandel and Mike Motto. Yeah. That's what they talk about. Like yeah. every guest they've had on, Brian Boyle, Keith Yandel, um, they've had numerous NHL players on. Yeah. And they all say like, yeah, like once the season ends, like put the bag away for the summer. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'll take it out and go do conditioning skates or do a skills camp here and there. But like, yep. not skating seven days a week, 365 days a year, you're yeah. going to get burnt out. Yeah. Like, play other sports. Be a kid. I remember when I was coaching over the Terriers a few years ago, you know, there were U14s, U16s, you know, like, we'd go to Lake Placid for tournaments, stay in hotels, and, like, they all want to stay in the hotel room and, like, play video games. I'm like, <laughs> guys, go be kids. Like, go yeah. get in trouble by the pool. Go creep on girls in the pool. Like, Get away from the video games. Like we, I would take them out for a team dinner, and I would take all their cell phones away. Yeah, and Good. I'd put them on the table next to me. Like guys, interact with each other. Yep. You don't need to be three feet away from <clears throat> from Gordo texting him. Like, hey, did you see that over there? No. Just yeah. like be a kid. Like, yeah, hey, Gordo, did you see that over there? Yep. Say it regular. Yeah, my, exactly. Uh, my my son uh, played at a program last year, and they they tried to do it for a little while, but they when you come into the rink, like you had to turn your cell phone in. And they didn't want cell phones in the locker room, which I thought was a pretty good idea. Yeah, right. It d- didn't last long, but you know, I the mean, effort. Was I mean, I did that at the high school effort. level. I tell the kids like, listen, unless you're the DJ for the for the day, <laughs> yeah. you, your yeah. cell phones are away. Like once you walk through those doors, like yeah. you're you're mentally focused to get ready yeah. for the game. Yeah, you you're know, not, after the game, you want to pull, you know, whatever. That's fine, but like unless you're the DJ, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that per- that's the only person who has the cell phones out. Yeah, the electron, right. the electronics, and all that. Now it's like, I don't know. It's kind of sad, to be honest with you. Like, some kids are just like, that's, you know, that's their thing. They just sit in a room and stare at a screen all day. Yep. And, you know, there's so much more to life. Than I think there's <laughs> lessons to be learned from that imagery just for all of us here as people. Yeah. Um, I was 18 years old when I got my <clears> first <throat> cell phone. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't even think, yeah. I, I, I mean, when I was in college, nobody... Yeah. I got it because I was going away to prep school. <laughs> you had a landline phone in your room. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to call mom and dad, you just... You had to memorize your number and like my parents think I'm crazy that I don't have a landline phone in my house. Yeah, I know. Well, that's old school, baby. It, it is. is. That is old school. That's yeah, a real tip of the hat. You it's know. you know, at a safety's sake, you know, you probably yeah. should anyway. But listen, in uh, in a few moments, we are going to take a break here on Causeway Kings. No, we're not going to take a break on this Causeway Causeway Kings. No, we're not. The show I must go signal. on. The show baby. is going Keep it rolling, on. Rolling, baby. Yeah, I figured. We're going to do the break right now here live. It's being brought to you by our friends over at Verbero. Clance, how can folks reach out and get the best hockey gear on the market for the cheapest price possible from this company? Go right to the website, Verbero Hockey. Uh, no, sorry, Verbero.com, V-E-R-B-E-O. Um, you know, you can submit a request right there, or you can contact me, CoachClancy44 at gmail.com. Um, not going to give my cell phone out. I'm yeah, yeah don't do that. Um, <laughs> nah. AFClancy4 on Instagram and Adam Francis on Facebook. Um, we go. do. I got a lot going on with Vibero, doing jerseys for uh, Quincy College. It starts up their inaugural season Friday night against nice. UNH. They hey. get all new jersey shells, player bags, gloves. Actually, these exact gloves right here, this color and everything, they're getting. Um, North Quincy High School, Weymouth High School. Um, yeah, you it's just a, did my team, baby. I did. I got some. Got some new jerseys got going some, for Gordo's got team. Got some sick ones coming. Um, That's awesome. You know, it, it's top line gear. You know, you're getting NHL quality jerseys for a, you know a fraction of the price. So tell us a little bit about the company as well. We all know the NHL former NHL player Andy Sutton. He was a household past name. Guest he was a legendary. A, exactly a past guest as well. Tell us why he got involved in hockey gear in the first place, and why has this become the new mission statement? Because he he knows, you know, he played in the show for 15 years, seven different teams. He's handled every piece of top-line equipment, and he knows how expensive it is. So what he wanted to do was develop a brand that is just as good, if not better, than the ones kids play with every day at a more cost-friendly price for teams, organizations, or even a simple men's league player. You know, to, for to get a fully customized jersey for men's league, it's probably gonna you know anywhere else gonna cost you you know 100 to 125 bucks, 50 bucks, 49 bucks, fully customized anything you want. Wow, that is impressive. You can they have samples all over their Instagram pages, um, which you know Vibero Hockey. It, it's the quality is unbelievable, and if you don't believe me, reach out to me. I'll meet up with you if you're local and you can see it firsthand. So I have to ask you in that sense, since we are now in Abington, we're, we're here live, uh, what did Coach Woodford think when you showed him the first prototypes? 
he loved them. Uh, he was ready to move forward and do stuff, but they just got new gear through, I think, Under Armour. They got to play some new stuff first before they yeah. can upgrade next. Yeah, but and he I, still spoke about the quality. Usually, every few years, schools usually upgrade, like Braintree High. Um, I, we got all new jerseys for all three teams last year. Um, home and away for varsity, JV, freshmen, all new shells, socks. Um, you know, we, our custom stick program is like no other. You know, the sticks, you, I was at Pure Hockey the other day, you know, getting my new skates molded and everything. I'm walking around looking at the sticks. $369 whoa, whoa, for whoa. the brand new Bauer stick. Yeah. For just wow. one? For just one. For one? Yeah. What about, I need like four of them though. I mean, it's, uh, well, it's not like we're all coach chigs here snapping twigs you left and right. Take, take a loan, take out a loan. Yeah, I guess so, man. But that's a for you know for these ones right here, the stock ones on the website, two twenty nine. That's it. Yeah. You know, I, Merrill's got, gave one. He's been raving about it. Gordo's yeah, got one. He's like, been raving like about mine. it. I let a couple of high school kids I coach at Braintree High try it. They're in the process of getting ready to order probably a dozen, if not two dozen, custom sticks. You can get any custom graphic logo you want on the stick. Wow. If that's... you go to the website, you'll check out ones that they've done for, um, they did custom goalie ones for Grant Fuhrer, past guest on Causeway Kings. Yep. They're in the process of doing some for Brett Hull. Wow. Jeremy Roenick. Cool. Um, Blake Bolden, the, um, yeah, the woman's player. The woman's she's, player. She's been part. She's, she's been, been yeah. part of them for a while. Yeah. Um, Wick, Wick, is it Wickenheiser? Wickenheiser, yeah. Wickenheiser, they did a custom stick for her. That's so you cool. You can customize it to anything you want. And one of their biggest growing parts right now is actually the custom goalie gear. Which, yeah, by the way, uh, normally outfitting a goaltender with brand new equipment is somewhere in the, the vicinity of three to $5,000. That's just we with were, pads. That's just with the pads. We were talking about this with a full custom set from Verbero. What are we talking about here? Ballpark. For custom set of pads, blocker, and catching glove, $2,000. That's it. Wow. That's it. You don't want the rest of the money that we had allotted for this? You sure? Yep. Okay, well, that, folks, you're, you're if you want to get first. a custom mask, you can get a new mask. You can get a mask, and they don't do paint jobs; they do custom wraps. Yeah. So if you think of it, you're a goalie for the Boston Bruins. You just paid fifteen hundred dollars to get a custom paint job done. Trade deadline comes. Hey, Gordo, we just traded you to the New York Rangers. Yeah. Granted, you know, in the NHL, <laughs> money's not really an issue for most guys. Right. But now you got to wait, get it sandblasted, get it repainted. Yeah. It's a few week process. You just rip the, the wrap off, get it, the new one made, right on. That's the way to do it, man. I'm telling you. Know? you. Yeah. That's impressive. It is. It's, it's a great pro. And you know what? Yeah, it's kind of overshadowed by the CCM and the Warriors and, and the Bowers. But if you try it, you will not be disappointed. I feel like you guys are starting to trend in that. Like, I remember when Warrior first came out, and they kind of. They didn't mm -hmm. really like knock it out of the park when they started. They, they bought a glove company. Yep. And I think it was like Made in America, maybe. Yep. I want to say, and virtually just took those that same, you know, glove pattern, threw Warrior on there, and that started to be. And then they started doing the custom stuff, and then they started getting creative with some of their stick names. And so this is a Warrior, Warrior glove. glove. Yep. So the the gentleman that started the R and D department for Warrior Hockey. Yep. Is very good friends with Andy Sutton, the owner, and he came in and developed. Oh, cool! These, yeah. And you, again, gloves. <clears throat> I got an order going for Weymouth High. You can everything can be fully customized. It's this glove. They're getting their logo right there. It's going to say Wildcats right here. All the school colors. They players can get their names and numbers on them if they want. That's cool. Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's top notch gear. Yeah. Like I said, if you don't believe me, you want to try it out. Reach out to me. That's yeah. no problem at all. That's really awesome. And of course, you can also reach Clance on Instagram under the Causeway Kings banner, CK33 on Instagram. A great place to get in touch with Clance and all of us here at Causeway Kings yep. Yep. for any of the info that you're looking for. And folks, uh, we are going to get back to talking hockey here, but we always got to say a special thank you to the folks that make this happen. That's why Verbero is going to get a shout out there. Right. Uh, also, a special shout out to our buddy Matt over at Fuse CBD. We'll talk more about that a little later. But guys, some other big news in the league happened. Big Z finally announced his retirement, and the league has changed inevitably forever. Your thoughts on the lasting mark that Zdeno Chara left in the NHL? Gordo, we'll start with you. Yeah, I think, I think we did we discuss this? I think so. A couple weeks ago, maybe? But well, on his way out, but he officially announced it before yeah. our last show. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, if you think Boston Bruins over the last, you know, 15 years, you think of Zidane O'Chara, right? So, yep. 
um, just a great leader. Um, I think there were some times there where I was a little up and down on the big guy, but um, you know, I think overall, I mean, he brought a cup to Boston, and he was one of the main, you know, reasons for that. Um, and you know, I, now you're looking at the Bruins now, and you're kind of wishing that we had somebody like yep. the, like the right. big guy on the back end. You know, I'd taken him for a million a year. No yeah, deal. I mean, he would have taken less than a million. Yeah, right. I mean, very unusual for a guy that big. I mean, there was there was an era. You know, for a little while, where you know there was a lot of those guys, and he's like one of the last of the Mohicans. I feel like that is that big. Uh, well, except for the new kid that just came in for Detroit, that yeah. uh, that big Swede kid, Cider, Whew. and that uh, six eight number one pick six, for the nine. Canadians too. That kid, he's too. a big boy. He's like yeah. six. I think he's about six five, six six. Yeah. But yeah. two hundred thirty eight yeah. pounds. But Big Z's, like, he's he's just a different like. He's a big human, and yep. he was tough. And you know, he came in as a fighter, and he just kind of, you know, morphed his game as he, you know, he just yeah. kept working at it relentlessly. And you know, he's a great example for a lot of players. Um, that you know, it's just one of those like, no one ever expected me to make it here. And well, I that's did. like we mentioned last time. There was a quote saying from him saying, "I was I was never supposed to make it past juniors." Yeah. Yep. And look what he just did. Yeah. And you so, know what? And he went out the right way. He yeah. did. Signed a one-day contract yep. with the Bees. And I guess now they're saying he's going to do a ceremonial uh, puck drop on October 22nd. Yes, I saw home that. opener. Nice. That's awesome. Now, 33, does it go up to the rafters? It's going to have to, boys. I yeah. Mean, I can't see w- why you couldn't. I would be I would be shocked if he didn't. Um, you know, I, I think I mentioned this before. I think there's a couple names up there that probably kind of like, eh, Yep. But, you know, I mean, what he gave to the city and what he did and, um, you know, he was a, you know, he was a productive player. So, I mean, before we back. had Z, we were literally yeah, he the took, Chicago Blackhawks and the Arizona Coyotes right now. Yeah, he we're took, the laughing stock of the league. He certainly yep. took the Bruins from, of, you Mediocrity. Know, he well, really did. Yeah. I mean, you guys are probably, well, you guys are not that much younger than me, but. You know, I remember were, a time when there was nobody on that Bruins bandwagon was, we were getting laughed at. There was a long stretch, and probably kids won't even realize it. Like, you know, you, you look at, you go to a, the garden now, and you're like... We're talking know. middle 90s here, yeah. kids. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, you know, you go to games now, it's usually a packed house. Oh, it's yeah. hype. I mean, dur- during some of those, like, really down periods in the 90s, it was... You could have balcony seats, and by halfway through the first, you're down three rows up from the ice. So yep. a buddy of mine bought balcony seats, like, when they were just horrid. I think he got them for, like, I want to say 50, 55 bucks a piece. Wow. Up section, like, 3 wow. whatever. Had them for years. And then the year the, the Bruins went to the Cup against Vancouver? 2011, yeah. 2011. Yep. Um, he was selling those for maybe like two grand a pop, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So it's called Rev Power, baby. Oh and yeah. That, and, but <laughs> leading up, leading up to that, like you know, then he started getting calls from people at the Bruins, being like, "Hey, we're going up in season tickets," and you know, so <laughs> now it's uh, cost you an arm and a leg and oh, your first born child. Now you give us a... two thousand a pop. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is I, I just. Um, the, the cost of ticket price is ridiculous. And now, so my oldest boy is turning uh, five next Tuesday, one week from today. Congratulations. And That's he's been crazy. dying to go to a, a Bruins game. There you go. I'm not taking him to, like, a, a Boston Bruins game yet. He, to me, those crowds are just too big for me to walk around with a five-year-old. I'll to, be too paranoid. To a P Bruins. So that's what I did. Providence Bruins. Yeah, man. It was by, it was, I think it was, like, by three. For me, then by three, it was, like, a package deal. Yeah. Family pack. With, whoop, whoop. In, with the insurance coverage. Three rows up from the ice. <laughs> That's awesome. First four seats. So it's going to be my wife, my son Jack, and my other son Max. Yeah. Leaving the baby home. He's too young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't appreciate it yet. $144 for four tickets. Yeah, that's... Wow. Three rows up from the ice. That's a home run. Three rows up from the ice in the garden, that's going to cost you easily three grand. <laughs> you can't even get balcony seats no, for, no. for that. Those tickets are probably three seventy-five, if not $500 yeah. a piece yeah. right now. That's the only reason I, uh, if I end up at TD Garden, it's because somebody either offered me tickets yeah. or gave me a ticket. Yep. Yeah. But a yep. lot, I actually made that decision, uh, believe it or not, playoffs 2011, round one, game one. I finally did it. I purchased playoff tickets. 
the bees and the habs. It was going to be the best thing that had ever happened. They lost that game five nothing. <laughs> and I said, I paid three hundred and seventy five bucks for three tickets. Four, maybe three. Was that Whatever the game it was. we lost game seven at, at home to Montreal? No, 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 we went on to win that year, obviously. Oh, okay, that, they yeah. beat them overall, but game one, round one, what a blowout. And I mean, people yeah. were throwing the playoff towels on the ice. I mean, it was yeah. it was bad. You don't come out of the playoffs like that. And no. that's what happened. Yeah. But the only time that I'd ever purchased playoff tickets, and yeah. I said, Well, never again. Yeah. yeah. I never still again. Still paying them off. Yeah. Never it, literally. It, it's <laughs> absurd. I mean, it's well, they they got to pay pasta salary somehow, man. Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I kind of wanted to transition to that real quick. Obviously, everyone knows pasta's up for a contract. Yep. Matthew Barzell just signs a new deal with the Islanders. Big eight years, $9.15 million, and then comes yep. out to like $73.5 million overall. Yep. Wow. What does that do for pasta? Because we were talking about it earlier, Gordo. Pasta's numbers are way better than Barzell's. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know what the Bruins are waiting on. I really don't. I, I mean, the kid's a, he's a franchise player. I mean, he's literally produced and put up big numbers. He's yep. an all-star. Like, I don't know. I, I don't understand it. Well, I do understand it, the Jacobs family, but... That's another episode completely. Yeah, someday. that's what we could we could do a whole podcast on that one. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're waiting on. I mean, you know... Hockey's a little bit different. Like I feel like if this was football, he wouldn't be at training camp, and he yep. would be sitting at home waiting for his. The kid from Dallas, Robinson. Oh yeah, yeah. he's up for contract. He's holding out. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't reported the camp yet. Yeah. I can't imagine in any planet why Dallas would not pay him to stay right where he is to do what he's doing. I don't care how much money he wants. Have you seen the talent? Have you seen the yeah. production yeah. on the ice, Gordo? I mean, you're an instructor. Have you seen the edge work on this kid? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a weird. Um, I'm not. I don't. You know, I was telling Clance earlier. I'm not a big like. I don't get into the whole contract thing, and you know. But you when you look at numbers like in Barzell's one. I'm looking know, up his stats right now. Well, I want to say I want to say you know the first year he was like 2016, 2017 maybe he only had a few points and maybe that's like when he just kind of joined the Islanders and then I believe the second year. So it was kind of his first full season. I want to say he had about 80, 82 points. So, and then he see. went, and then he started trending. Like every season after that, it was like 40, 30. And so then, his first full season, he had 85 points. Yep. Second season, 62 points. Third season, 60 points. Fourth season, 45 points. Wow. Last season, 59 points. I yeah. mean, you can see the production so, go to the roof. Exactly. So, so now he's now getting 9.15 million a year. And uh, while you guys are still chatting, I'll look up Pasta's numbers over the last few years. Well, Regardless of Pasta's current, I mean, he's obviously on pace to outdo himself and to continue on. He's only 20-something years old. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's an old man by any stretch of the imagination. No. He's a future player of this league. We've got to recognize it is. Crosby's, Ovechkin's, the Charas, they're all finally getting to that point, boys, yeah. where they're now phasing out, and the next generation of hockey players yeah are upon us so my, my only thing with him my only thing with pasta is i don't know like you compare him to like crosby and some of these guys like those guys are proven guys that came in that were these you know everybody knew that they were special everyone and, knew about them they were they, 13 they, 14 years old yeah and that they were going to do these big things in the nhl and they have like crosby's won a cup a um, couple of cups yeah, yeah. Well, he's won a couple of cups he's got his cup finally yeah, we'll so, never forget that trip in vegas yeah so it's like I just like I think Pasta is super talented. I just don't like I don't. The, th the only thing I don't like him is just kind of his demeanor a little bit. Like you know he's a fun loving guy. I get all that mm. stuff. But he did it, have a horrific he, personal Joe, issue totally, this totally. last and year. I, I mean, yeah, and we're and not I, even going to bring it up because everybody oh, knows. Yeah. But but, but that, uh, that's dating. But I'm saying this is dating back from his whole time here. Like right. I don't. He doesn't. He doesn't have that Bergeron type quality as like a leader yet. And it, maybe that's just because of his age. But you know, and maybe that's something that, you know, I mean, saying you want to win a cup is one thing, but to kind of like... I mean, even his first year, in Pro the one year he spent in Providence, actually half a season, 14-15, played 25 games, had 28 points. Yeah. And then he went up to Boston, played 46 games, had 27 points. But from there... Big time. Yeah, you know, like from 2016 on, 75 games, 70 points. 82 games, 80 points. 66 games, 81 points. 70 games, 95 points. 
and it just go. And then the one season um, where he was out hurt a lot, 48 games, 48 points. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I haven't actually thought about when we acquired Pasta in quite a minute. When you just read that off, it made me realize we have had Pasternak for a while. He is not a brand new player no, on this team. No, but he came in as an 18-year-old. Yeah. Right. He feels like he's still brand yeah. new. Yeah. You know, I mean, to hear that is almost like I almost wanted to say, no, you're wrong. There's no way. So yeah. if, you, if you look at it from a production standpoint, his production <laughs> is a thousand times better than Matthew Barzell's. Yeah. Matthew Barzell is getting, in my eyes, he's getting Sidney Crosby money he's, right now. He's getting big time right? money. And yeah. he is nowhere near who Sidney Crosby is. No. The Islanders have that kind of loot exactly. to pay out. But yeah. now, and Jeremy Jacobs and they're, they're both right wingers, yeah. right? Pasta's yeah. a right winger. Barzell's a right winger. Yep. Pasta's looking at his stats like, okay, um, I've pretty much beat him every season by 10 plus more points. I'm seeing Pasta getting 10 and a half, 11 million a year. Yeah. Well, what did uh, McKinnon got? 12. 12. So I, I was going to say he's probably going to fall. Pasta's had more points than McKinnon. True. Three. Yeah. You Very know? True. Yeah. But McKinnon's going to get a cup. He does. And he signed he that big ticket after he won the cup. He did, yes. So, More than deserve it. More yeah, well, than yeah. deserve it. So, oh, that kid's a hell of a player. You know, I know Posters come out and said he wants to stay in Boston. Like, do you think the Bruins, you know, management team are playing a lot of these younger guys a lot in the preseason games to use them as trade bait to free up cap space for Pasta? Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I wouldn't doubt it, but I mean, who's there that's really that appealing? That I mean, if you're looking on low cap space, right away, Riley on defense. I hate to say it, Wagner on forward, Nosek, yeah, Smith. Those four guys right there will give you ninety percent of the money that should be going to Pasta. Well, then maybe that's going to come like once they kind of finalize their roster and kind of you know solidify everything up, mm-hmm. and then maybe that's the time where. They'd be like, all right, buddy, here you go. Here's your big payday. Yep. And, you know, I hope that's what happens for him. I mean, and it's going to have to be long-term. I mean, it's going to have to be I eight s- or nine years. I, well, you know, Marshy's going to be hit or miss when he comes back, right? And he's Ber- what, 36? Bergeron's pretty much, you know, this is it. Yeah, this you is, let Pasta go. You're done. Yeah, so that could be, <laughs> and with the Bruins and their, you know, their, their drafting over the past several years, like, you know, I don't, there's no cycle, right? Like, no. you're so, like, you know. Uh, I saw a great article about the Blackhawks and talking about their draft cycle and like mm-hmm. the like Patrick Kane and Taves, they were on that end of a like you know their build up to kind of like the draft picks. All right, yep, we got the two guys we want. We'll get this guy, and then you know along came those two guys, and that kind of solidified the end of that cycle. And then they went on a run. Now they're on the downhill, but they've got some other you know, younger guys coming yep. up through the pipeline that kind of like reset right. and kind of doing that same blueprint all over again. Well, Detroit does it. Fantastic. Really look good. At, look at their, their drafting and their development of their younger players. It is really good. Is, if not, I would have to say the best in the league. Yeah. So you know, Maurice right Sider, the defenseman, this big kid that they got now, the um, winger. Oh, yeah. He's, who's 6'8", 240, yeah. Yeah. and has hands like Crosby. Well, before, before we get run out of time yeah, I, have those... to, I have to bring this up because we're talking about these guys getting all these big ticket contracts and our my guy my dad my dad Yarmir Yager I think it's official I think he's <laughs> a finally I think he's hung them up and you know running through his resume and hit, I mean imagine he'd be getting some big money in the league right now uh, right man, imagine if he played today Take him, please. We've been begging for someone to sign Yogg's for well, yeah, but I just but don't I'm think physically if, he could do it because I was telling you earlier, he got in that car accident but if you took, a few months ago. He got right back to play in shape. He was playing for Cladno, no problem. And you're right, we are running out of time. We can do our final thoughts in yeah. a moment. But just with Yogg's, he indicated that he's no longer having fun with yeah, the idea the of showing up to the rink in the morning. Yeah. It's now become that job. <laughs> it's become that thing. Well, that's he what happens when no you're 50. For. Yeah, when you're 50 <laughs> years right. old. And yeah. I mean, it's like my guy, Super Mario, retired how many years ago, yeah. and you're still going? God bless you. I mean, I want yep. a Claude No Jersey just the same, but like, well, I've, at some I've point, said the, you got to give I've it said up. this a million times. If you put him in his prime in the NHL right now, oh, he'd be a um, monster. dude, unstoppable. And think about the points that he put up as a player. Yep. Think about the contract that guy would be signing right now. Think of all the players like that. Well, Yager, Lemieux, yeah. Bring Gretzky. Him oh. Bring him back. Um, Dude. Lindros. Yeah. Like, I know. Iserman, it's Ronick. Hard. It's like, hard. Neely before he got uh, oh, my God. oh, my goodness. Well, it's hard, it's hard to think of, like, 
you know, there are so there are there have been some guys that have come, you know, the the Crosbys, and now you've got like the McKinnons, and like, but I still, man, I I don't think those guys hold a candle to no. to Yager, not to, to Lemieux. They just, it's not, it's not the same. Because so. and you, like you said, right? You got to think like the game is completely different from when they were playing to now. True. Yeah, Yager you did know? that it was wild game. It was hard, pulled and grabbed. Yeah. It was tougher. Yeah. Those guys are getting mauled every game. Yep. And yeah. still now put up those you put numbers. your stick on someone else's hands. You, you got to yeah. back them in. They're grabbing your jerseys. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, you're not getting away from them. Back, nah, you no. know, Guys, we are coming up on the end of the show here, which is impressive to say. It's our first show here on the Abington Cam Network. Thank you so much for everyone uh, having us here. Special nice. shout out to Kevin Tachi. We still don't really know what to do with our hands. We figured it but out. But we have hands. <laughs> we have determined that, and that is a plus. <laughs> So guys, we're going to go around the horn, do some final thoughts. And I'd also just like to share with our viewers and listeners a little bit more about who we are personally, just in a quick nutshell. Uh, I'll start us off. Uh, they call me your friend, Ben. You can find me normally, as the sweatshirt implies, on 1510 WMEX Quincy, Boston. We are making AM radio fun again. And if you're a hockey fan, if you're a fan of good music, the greatest hits of all time, I would ask you to come give us a listen, WMEXBoston.com. If uh, you're not in the Boston area, you can stream us live 24-7. We're hockey through and through. I personally have been doing hockey play-by-play uh, play uh, for high schools around the area since 2013. It's been an absolute pleasure. We've been at the uh, ninth floor of the TD Garden for many a game, and we got many more coming up. So that's, that's good, a little man. bit about me. I'm going to turn it over now to Clance. Yeah, you know, th I, this is... Uh Something I've always had a passion for, obviously being a hockey player my whole life, starting at the age of three. Still play now. Uh, I've been a coach for 15, 16 years, coaching at the high school level right now. Um, just love talking hockey with the guys. You know, it's almost like being in the locker room, shooting the shit, having a good time. Um, but yeah, no, th this is something, you know, Ben and I just started a few years ago, coaching together for the first time for the little Vikings over at, at Thayer. Um, and it's taken off, and we're you know I'm excited to see what's going to go on from here. Now that we got the, the big dog Heath Gordon yeah. on board with us now. Yeah, no, this has been you know I think what am I like two months in maybe? Yeah, two my goodness, it's been two months. months. Yeah. yeah, I got a I got a handful of podcasts under my belt, and now I'm on TV and right. I'm just figuring out that I got to start working out. Yeah, and seriously, <laughs> we, we've all got some three days uh, to make. Peloton, man. Three but, days. Uh, <laughs> no, I've been gonna get about three months on it. <laughs> um, no, this has been you know I love being a part of this, and it's fun to just you know get out of your own head for an hour or so and just talk hockey. Yep. And, um, I've been you know coaching off and on now for 20 years and. You know, still going at it, and I uh, still enjoy it. Um, just had a kid today that I've been working with for, she's probably like six years now, seven years. Uh, he's like family to me, and um, signed a deal in the SP out of Division Three, hey, hey. and then got a call today to uh, go to an East Coast League camp. So wow, yeah, awesome. so like those are the things that like I like. It's so rewarding, and like you know, watching these guys like. You know, and then even going through it with my sons now and watching them do it from the like the beginning stage, and then you get to up to with these you know the older guys and you know watching them try to like live their dream and you know make it to that next level and you know everybody wants to play in the NHL, but it's a it's a tough you it's know a long it's, it's, it's a long haul, man. But this has been awesome. Um, long week. I had to move all week. That was a pain in the butt. Uh, I miss House of Dragons like two weeks in a row. <laughs> You'll have an uh, opportunity yeah, to man. catch up. So when we get, when we jump back on the pod, I'll be ready. I'll have my Targaryen cliff notes <laughs> ready to go. There it is. That's there it, man. It is. Ready to rock. Well, folks, for episode one here on the Abington Cam Network, we thank you on behalf of all the Causeway Kings. Merrill Marshall would be here with us on our inaugural episode as well. He's at home taking care of his very pregnant wife, Katie, who we are happy to say is out of the hospital tonight and resting comfortably at home. So, Merrill, good job being there and not here. Right decision, yeah, buddy. Miss you, pal. <laughs> also, I want to give a special thank you to our producer, Mr. Kevin Tachi, behind the board, man of the mix. Appreciate yeah, you, brother. And to the good people of Abington and anyone out there in the free world, thank you so much for listening and watching The Causeway Kings right here on the Abington Cam Network and the WMEX Sports Podcast Network. Have a great night. Oh, wait. All together, boys. We got Let's, Let's go, go Bees! bees.